This episode of Inspiration Point is brought to you by the Quests and Chaos Podcast Network and the generous patrons over on patreon.com slash inspiration point. So we'd like to give a big shout out to Garlic Bread, Eric, and Spike. And at our Muse $20 level, we'd like to thank Prostaskis, Leroy, Kate, Jeremy, Jenna, Jacob, Falangor, Cheryl, A Bad Idea, Red Dead Coquette, and Robert Hans. Thank you for helping us bring a little inspiration out into the world. And now, on with the show. Winter wrap-up, winter wrap-up! Is that the new jingle? Is that what we're doing from now on? Uh, no, I, well, that's from one of my favorite shows uh, ever, My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. Oh! Uh, and that was a song that they did. And it, it was an episode where they would go around and they would clean up winter and then spring would come in. Right. Just just get just get rid of winter. You eat the whole you eat the whole thing. And it was like a big party where they all did chores together. It was a brilliant method to use on your children to get them to do things. Better than the cleanup song that we all got programmed into us. Clean up, clean up. The very one. <laughs> everywhere. We all know it. We all know it. It's ingrained. Well, that's what people come for, to hear me sing, obviously. Um, but I guess, in the meantime, we'll also do some talking. I, I wanted to reference Winter Wrap-Up, because that's basically what we're doing. We're wrapping up the fifth season of this show. And in honor of this show and its history and everything else that has led up to this point, uh, we wanted to bring back the one and only... Andrew, one of the, well, one of the two OGs with me uh, on this show back when Tiana was just a guest um, and then ended up becoming uh, everybody's leader. So <laughs> that's. Hey, <laughs> I can't everybody. help it. Charisma stupid. Hi, Andrew. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> welcome. I'm so happy to be back. I almost welcomed myself back there. Welcome <laughs> back, myself. You welcome should, back. you know. Old habits die hard. Stop looking away from your microphone. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy boy. Yeah, buddy. Ba- yeah, buddy yeah, baby. Yeah, buddy baby boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buddy. Don't matter how you say it's long. This as is gonna you turn into the musical it, episode. <laughs> yeah, buddy. We both like Bobcat Goldwaith as uh, Brack. Yeah. I don't know if that's something you ever knew about because it's a nope. reference. Um, but uh, yeah, we're happy to have Brack back. Yeah, everybody so loves Brack. <laughs> Except Tiana. Brack's your best buddy from outer space. That's right. Most cute, friendly <clears throat> space pirate. All right, uh, so back in the day, Brack? there used to be a cartoon show by the name of Space Ghost. Space Ghost! And Space Ghost got a spinoff show later on in the 90s called Space Ghost Coast to Coast. And then eventually that turned into the more uh, young kid-friendly version, uh, Cartoon Planet. Mm. And Cartoon Planet was the one that featured one of Space Ghost's old nemeses as a comedic idiot known as Brack, who was vo- voiced by Bobcat Goldwaith. I see. And so now you it have was the whole a- thing. It was a guy named Andy Merrill. It's not Bobcat. Yes, it is. It's Bobcat. You sure? Yeah, I'm sure. All right, someone go go to the Google. Yeah, I, I, are you talking about Space Ghost? 
Um, I I don't recall them ever change. Anytime I saw Brack in the credits, I okay, always saw I'm looking Andy this Merrill. up right now. This is no. Well, while while Adam looks this up, uh, Andrew, you haven't you haven't been here, so you don't know. I don't know anything about like culture and stuff. If you have to ask, hey Tiana, have you seen? The answer is almost uh, yes. certainly no. Because they don't because they don't get things up in Alaska. That's what it is. We get things <laughs> up in Alaska. Oh my uh, god, you're right. God, boom! Look at that. Folks. Dang it, I'm gonna have to bleep that. <laughs> it, well, it should have been Bobcat. That is good. What do you know? Ah, uh, what do you know? What do we know? What does anyone know? Uh, so, so in case anyone has missed the chaos that is Adam and Andrew, uh, it's going to be turned up to 12 today because Andrew's been gone and I am yes. going to have to try to ride herd on this a little bit. So, oh, uh, wish me luck. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm getting it out of the way in front so then I can just <laughs> step on back. Because now I can and it's nice. You know, I'm living the good life. Guys, I don't even want to be here anymore. This is bull. <laughs> I can't believe this. I can't believe this. Dude, you you know how long I've believed that? I, you know, I I try to disabuse you of your notions, but you like your notions. So I, you know, I'm always a, a little, little Gosh, my, um, So much of my life is being disabused of notions. Uh, um, way too much. Way too much. Mood. Oh, my gosh. Fine. I guess we'll talk about the topic. <laughs> I mean, why Why start now? Why start now? <laughs> you know, good Andrew, we're really happy hard. to have you back. Why don't you I'm talk to, to us back. about what you've been up to? Honestly, um, not, not, well, a lot and a little. Like, in terms of gaming... Um, especially tabletop gaming. I've honestly stepped back from the hobby in a lot of ways. Um, not not to say that I want to leave the hobby or um, get out of it or anything, but I've been kind of reconsidering my relationship with it. Um, sure. Because it's, you know... It, Anything, and we've talked about this on the show in the past, so long-time listeners, this is going to be, you know, kind of old hat for you guys. But, um, you know, when you're working or constantly involved something that involves creative effort on yeah. on your own part, um, whether that's an actual job or if you're GMing a lot or if you play a lot and just run a lot of characters and things... Um, creative exhaustion and mental load are big, 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 big things. And it's easy to overdo it. It's easy to hit burnout. It's easy to get to a place where, um, where you kind of, well, like, you can kind of forget what, what really revved your engines about certain things or, or the, the spark isn't coming from the place it used to come from, you know, where over time we as people just change. We, uh, we get filled up on certain things. We feel empty on certain other things. And it's a big part of having a healthy life is balance. And I was just out of balance and I've been trying to get rebalanced. Um, 
So, so what have you been doing to like get some balance? Like what other activities have you been involved with? Um, I've mainly, I've been, uh, seeing a therapist on a weekly basis and trying to just talk through the stuff in my head. Um, and other than that, I've been diving into some, uh, audio books. I've, uh, I have since read, well, I always go with audio books, so I'm we're listening, but we, we get it. Nobody yeah. reads books anymore. Right. It. Well, and that's, so. and, that, and that's still reading and saying otherwise is ableist and annoying. There you go. Um, so I've gone through the Mistborn trilogy by Brandon Sanderson. And um, I, I actually jumped on that because way back I picked up the way of Kings, which is his which is Sanderson's first book in the Stormlight Archive. But that book really just kind of drops you right in the middle of things at the beginning, and it can be very confusing. And I sure. realized, like, I feel like something might come before this or something to that effect. So I started digging, and they're like, start with Mistborn that gives you kind of a a better feel for Sanderson's style and it's a bit more of a smaller scale story. So I did those and then I came back to the way of Kings and I just finished that book and it was a blast. Um, a very well thought out magic system in Mistborn and he kind of pulls that same sort of, uh, feel into the stormlight archive. So if you guys are interested um, he's doing a lot with the magic system in those books where if you read them, you can get a very clear sense of like the mechanics of how the magic functions. So if you like getting inspiration for stuff you can use in game from novels, those are good books to, to get some ideas from. And as you, you know, very well, the magic system used in D and D was derived originally from fantasy novels. Right. Um, I forget what the name of the guy was. Do you remember? Vance. Jack Vance. It's yeah, Van that's right. Fancy and casting is where, like, spell slots that's and right. stuff come from. Hmm. Yeah, that's correct. So, yeah, that originally came from his books. Right. Um, And so, yeah, of course, all this stuff uh, creates sort of a, a, a loop of creative energy, uh, which is great. Um. Getting any outdoorsy time in? Uh, I know you're getting lots of kid time in. I was. Um, I honestly, uh, within the past month or so, we've been doing a lot of running around and stuff. We we took a little vacation down to Cancun that we've been planning. For real? You went to Cancun? Yeah, we just got back like a week ago or so. That's awesome. Yeah, it was fun. It's my second time having been there. The first That's time cool. was back when my son was like just barely a year old so it's been Aww. it's been a while um now he can swim in the pool on his own um it's fantastic but uh i've been you know trying to get out and just take walks and stuff i'll tell you it it seems like such a mundane like silly little thing like it's it's just walking you know the, you can't get to doing much less effort. Like there's, there's not much slower kind of physical activity you can do. <laughs> like you could maybe crawl. I don't know. 
that even seems like more effort. But um, yes, yes, it is. <laughs> but getting that fresh air and, you know, I guess the, the phrase that's out there now is touch grass. Touch grass. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's and been around for a while. Yeah. I, well, it was new to me. Um, but I mean, once I heard it, I immediately knew what it meant. So I yeah. guess that's good. But uh, doing that really can just work wonders for your head and just kind of clearing things up or getting some ideas and stuff. Just getting your body out and moving around a bit um, can can really... It has a weird way of, you know, every walk I take, you know, some new idea or some new perspective will pop into my head. You know, most of the time it won't be anything amazing or anything, but, you know, an idea that wouldn't have come to my head if I was just sitting and just being in my, my spot. one spot. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you might, you might call that inspiration. It might you might you might you call might it call inspiration. It uh, anyway, we're really really glad to have you here, man. Um, we wanted to kind of review what we've been doing, uh, and we also want to talk about Baldur's Gate, guys. Yeah, I have been doing a little bit of that too, and I know we wanted to chat about it, so I was saving it. And we've been a waiting little bit. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. We won't get too far in, but we have been waiting for Tiana to get in. Jump on the bandwagon, get some experience, and um, once again, Tiana, how f- how far in have you gotten? Oh gosh, I've I've just dealt like I'm still like on on my way to save the first druid. Okay, uh, that yeah, could take no, a I'm, while. It could take I'm, a while. Well, and I, I'm very early on, and I'm like, wh- once I learned that I could take long rests because. Uh, oh my god! There are so many people who like didn't quite get the idea of long rests. Well, and, but like, here's the thing: I knew that I could take long rests mechanically. I could see that, but I was like, the ritual is happening. Yeah. If I take a long rest, it's going to finish, and then everyone is screwed. So I can't. Ah. Uh... Yeah, because they that do the was classic incorrect. <laughs> video game. It's urgent, but not really. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is something that's kind of annoying. That's one of my few, like, negatives. The world is going to end. But also, could you pick up my groceries? <laughs> like, I just, I've got some things to do. Call in some Postmates. So, I mean, once once I got the hang of that and got into the swing of things, because I was, I, uh, listeners of the show previously will know, I was really frustrated, like to the point of crying frustrated at the beginning. What? Because I could not, I couldn't get it. I was coming at it with the wrong attitude. I was looking at it, you know. What attitude with, was that? Well, it was, it was a very plot-driven attitude where uh-huh. it's like, go do the thing, go pick up the thing, this, 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 and this. And then, and then like, I cried about it and slept and came back and was like, all right. I'm going to touch everything. I'm yeah, going to talk to everyone. Mm-hmm. I'm going to treat this more like a Bioware game than a D&D game. That, that's a really good approach to it because that's really what it is, right? At the end of the day, it's not magic, right? It is a piece of technology that someone mm-hmm. built, right. right? That a team of people got together and they made, and it can only have so many options, yeah. right? Now, there are a lot of video games out there that do use time pressure, yeah. And there's a, even a few levels in this game that actually implement it. But then it puts on a handy dandy timer and lets you know that that's what's happening. Y- yes. Um, 
you know, but this game does the same thing that they did in Mass Effect, where they were like, yeah, Shepard, you got to go fly across the galaxies and you got to find these beacons and you got to stop Saren. And actually, there's no urgency whatsoever. You can absolutely take all the time you would like to do this. And that's not clear. Yeah. Right. And, and and once I got that, because most of my talking to other people who were ahead of me, like I talked to my friends, Alondra and Cheryl about it and were and they were like, oh, no, 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 no. It's OK. Take <laughs> They will tell you when you when you've run out of long rests be- between like when you're able to finish this. Yeah, that's right. So. But the frustration yeah. was very real. Like I, I had like I bounced off of it at first. I had such a hard time. Well, like you were telling me before, like you can go into the grove. You're watching them do the ritual. You're like, well, this isn't going to last all the all day, is it? No, they'll right. be there. They'll be there a week. At least. <laughs> like I'm watching them cast these spells. It's a, it's, it's, it's it's a capital R ritual. Yeah. It's text <laughs> popping up on the screen. I'm watching them cast what is a hail of thorns over and over again on this bloody idol, and I'm just like. They're going to be done in like 20 minutes. How thorny does this thing need to be, people? <laughs> well, I mean, they're covering the entire grove in thorns, so I guess it makes sense. But still. By the way, you can steal it. Uh, yes. I also saw what happened to the tiefling girl when, when she did that, and I'd like to not replicate that. Oh, come on. They threatened her with a snake. What's a snake? Eight hit points at best? <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I, I am looking forward to to going back in, a, in another run through and being like, all right, you know, what is her deal? What is what what is that lady's deal? Oh, she she's has kind a deal. Of, she's kind of uh, awful and I hate her, but I'm going to bet there's right? something going on behind mm-hmm. her. Yeah. You make your next playthrough a rogue or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Go and just dig into everything. Dig into everything because it's there. Yeah. Gonna, uh, you that. can find out some stuff. Because I'm, I'm currently playing as a light domain cleric who is very straightforward. I'm playing Andraste, like, mm. you know, I did back in the days of the Chaos Agents. So instead, you'll admonish her. Ha! I did the same thing with Adamant from from Adam's uh, home campaign that we did, my Red yeah. Dragon Paladin. So I've been approaching everything pretty much the same way it sounds like you have been, Tiana. Um, very... Very uh, good guy uh, devotion paladin. Yeah, I mean, Andros is very much the kind of person who who will look at the problem and say, you know, this can be solved with a fireball. Mm. <laughs> so a little <laughs> bit more like uh, the wrath of nature kind of person. Ah, but, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, she's, she's uh, an outlander background wood elf who was in the woods all of her life. She's very much like... Yeah, you know, lightning storms come and take everything away. That happens. Mm. Fair enough. Well, I, I base all my playthroughs on who I'm going to romance, right? And so they're just, I might as well just name the files off of the waifus of the <laughs> week, you know? So playthrough number one was Lazel. I assume I played some kind of character. I finished the game. Um, the second one was Minthara. And I uh, played a different character, probably. And <laughs> I, I, I am very invested in getting my my little wood elf together with Carlac. Oh well, you know, I had to save that one for later. That's my. I'm actually doing a playthrough for Will right now, mm-hmm. and I'm going to do a Carlac romance with that one because that just seems to make sense. Um, also, Warlock is bussin', as the kids say, uh, in the current version of this game, like. 
Warlock is fun in a game where like short rests is a big deal and like matters. Hmm. Warlocks and fighters pop off, right? They are super fun. Uh, highly recommend both classes, and they oh, do some you get that things. action surge. Yeah, action surge, and it's coming back every time. You know, you eat a granola bar. You know, yes. and that is pretty great. Uh, you can get a lot done, especially in those early levels where you're like, all I could do is attack once. If I could just hit this guy one more time. Oh, wait, I can. There you go. Oh, wait, I can. I could do that real quick. Oh, and Lazel can do it, too. Dude, we are wrecking this place. Uh, <laughs> man, this is fantastic. Um, I, you know, there's, it's been really fun for me as like a forever GM getting to like play a bunch of builds. Like, yeah. dude, like there, I have so many unfinished games that are just like, okay, we're doing one of these. Ah, bored. Uh, let's go on to another one. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, oh, there's like, Elden so I, Ring. That's yeah. All and then there's, yeah, there's Elden Ring. <laughs> I even, yeah. But as many times as I finished Elden Ring, I have even more builds that I haven't finished. Right. So, uh, yeah, I like my builds. I like my optimization because I get to do it this time. Mm. Instead of just watching people like me wreck your game. Yeah, exactly. And I'm I'm like, in fact, one of my uh, Baldur's Gate 3 characters is based on Pro's character. Excellent. So I made a, um, uh, a, a blue dragonborn Tempest cleric. Ooh. Uh, just based on walking around and letting people hit you and shock themselves to death. <laughs> um, that's super cool. And early on in the game, there's actually a whole set of gear you can get that's about building up electric charges i have i've um, gotten a lot of those pieces i have yeah. the foot part of that right now yeah there's even a weapon yeah. that you get that's part of it a, and uh you can choose what kind it is uh it's a quest reward um and one of them's a trident and i thought that that was like right on the money um throwing weapons can be really cool in this game i haven't um, messed with throwing weapons at all so they took the Berserker Barbarian and made it not bad. Ah, neat. <laughs> right? <laughs> and one of the cool things you get as the Berserker Barbarian is you can do a empowered throw, and you throw your weapon, and not only does it hit really hard, but it also knocks them down. Ooh. So then you can run up and do, like, a regular attack on top of it and have, like, um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw the message. I looked down and I was like, what is that? How do I make it go Sorry, away? I get animated sometimes. <laughs> I get I get really animated. I'm trying uh, my for best. The, for, those, for those playing along at home, I sent him a message on Zoom that said, stop tapping your desk, Adam. <laughs> because it comes through on the recording. Of I can course. get rid of some of it, but I can't get rid of all of it. Of course. I apologize. I apologize. You're fine. Um... But everyone just needs to know that I am passionate about throwing things at people, right? They need to know this. Um, oh, is that why I don't see any erasers on that dry erase board behind you? <laughs> They've been thrown at, at the wayward children. At the youths. wayward children. Uh, yeah, I wish I was allowed to do that. That would be so great. Be so great. Uh, I just want to walk around with a squirt bottle. And um. But I guess parents don't like it when you do that to their uh, precious little babies. You know. Except for that one parent who's like, yeah, get them. And then you're like, <laughs> okay, well, now I get the problem, right? <laughs> now now it's making sense. Anyway, I'm having a lot of fun with the game. What's the most fun things you've been finding with the game? Like, we don't have to spoil the story. We can just talk about gameplay and character interaction and stuff like that. 
I think I think one of the first things that impressed me was honestly just the the character creation. Um, character creation in RPGs is always like a really fun and very mm-hmm. kind of iconic way to start the experience, right? Anytime Absolutely. you go into a new computer RPG, it's like, all right, let's build my avatar. And sometimes, you know, like for me, I always try to like the first character I make, I'll try to recreate myself as the best I can and try to like put myself in the game because that's always fun. But after that, it's fun to mess around with things and, you know, see what kind of crazy characters you can create and things. And the just the like not even thinking about the classes and things just the graphical representation of all these different races and classes in the in the forgotten realms universe it looks so good and the the different options you have to make your character look different and cool is a blast like just creating dragonborn is the so look good. They look game. so good. They look really good. Yeah, and they're all their the different styles you can literally make all like ten major uh, families of dragons, right? The five metallics and five chromatics, mm-hmm. and they all have like this litany of different horns and like chin spines and jaw spines and like the mm-hmm. color variations. I think I just heard where all the creativity look. in the in the character design went through because I had exactly the opposite experience. Oh really? my god. You, you felt like it was too limited? Trying to make a, an elf that wasn't like a copy and paste of 5,000 other elves that I've seen was mm. almost impossible. I wanted sliders. I wanted to be able to oh, like yeah. adjust things more. And all it was was, here's your template and here's a couple things that you can adjust. And I was like, what? This isn't, mm-hmm. this isn't what my character looks like. I was reading about the the decision that they made to do that. And I think it was... Heavily influenced by the, they didn't want there to be potential for, I mean, for for lack of a better phrase, like poorly designed characters, especially their faces, for you to be going through the game and then you see this character that graphically is just like not right and it for it to be like kind of immersion breaking to look at a character that, like, if you're, you know, we've all played, like, Fallout and stuff where you feel like you've got the sliders in just the right place, and then you get into the game, and you're like, oh, yeah. what the hell? Did I do? <laughs> that like, was the first time I ever played Mass Effect. It was, it was exactly that. She looked perfect from the angle that I made her, and then she looked up at the sky, and the light hit her face, and I went, oh, that is the worst nose. That I, I ruined everything. I've We're starting over. I made a horrible over. mistake. I hate yeah. made a horrible mistake. So they wanted everything to look like just so. Well, and that and that makes sense. I I would have liked in that case to have had more control over like what kinds of expressions they have. My sure. character's always scowling, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, mm. why would anyone? I mean, maybe that's an effect of having low charisma, but like, <laughs> I would I, love that if that was it. Low if charisma that's the case, passively that's great design, makes you scowl. But also, the, like, I don't know what you're I, saying. I don't. I don't want that. <laughs> 
Like, yeah. if there's an actual reason behind it, that's cool, I guess. But, like, I'm over here like, why is anyone pouring her their heart out to her? She's just scowling at them. Mm. Which is, yeah. which is, which is a, a, a little bit of the effect that Yahtzee Croshaw calls Bioware face. Mm. <laughs> but, but not uh, Andromeda face that's, like, broken and well, there's work. <laughs> um, we, don't, we don't talk about Andromeda. <laughs> no, we don't. Um, yeah, no, I, and I hear from both of you, honestly, I think it, it is really amazing in a lot of ways. And there are other ways that I wish it was built out a little more. Like, yeah, I do like experimenting with different body types. Mm-hmm. Like it would be fun to be a fat character. Right. Yeah. And that's like the closest you can get is just play a halfling, I guess, or a dwarf, you know? Mm. Yeah, I guess. And but even then, even then it's a stretch. Right. So like I want, you know, inspired by the D and D movie, I want to be a big fat dragon board, you know, yes. just a big chubby boy, you know, just you know, bumping into stuff. I want to be Thunder Chunk in this game. Thunder Chunk. <laughs> that's my cat. I I Wouldn't know that's great? not his name. I don't care. That's what I call him. That's a great name. <laughs> Uh, I know another big limitation technically is from the rigging standpoint and right. making sure that they, you know, aren't clipping into walls and furniture because there's already a lot of clipping in the there game. There is already a lot of clipping. And, uh, you know, if you if you enable too many, like, let's say height and width changes, it can definitely make some things Oh, like a if you're using wonky. mods and stuff? Yeah. Well, not even just mods, but like even if it, you built it into the game, then... Oh. It represents like a lot more work to make sure that there aren't like clipping issues. Um, well, and connected to that, I w- I was actually talking with someone in the Larian um, modding community Discord a while back and asking about you know whether people are gonna try to mod in you know other like secondary races and stuff that are in that are in the. Uh, like the ancillary books and stuff, yeah. And, and they they said one of the main issues is that for all the armor yeah. and wearable equipment in the game, if you start throwing in variable body types or a bunch of other body types that are not among the core... You didn't have to go through and mod all the armor. Every single individual thing. And it's like, yeah. you start looking at all the magic items and even mundane items in the game that you can put on your character. And I'll tell you what, I gets to be a pretty tall order. I started thinking about it just in my head. And I was like, geez, that sounds like even one small addition to the game. And you're like, you're in it for a long time to make that work. Yeah. That's definitely a, a domino effect kind of thing. Absolutely. So one of the other things I've really enjoyed about the game are some of the um, specific to the game variant rules compared to yeah. how they work in 5th edition D&D. So one thing that people have really enjoyed doing is bonus action shoving, right? Oh, shoving's the best. That's fun. It's really fun. I also get why we don't do it in the tabletop version, because then we're essentially giving everyone two actions, right? Mm. And then we have to roll and resolve it. But in a video game where you're the only one controlling it, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. No problem. The only one being entertained is you. So right. it doesn't matter. And it's great fun to, to yeet a bandit off the edge of that cliff. Oh, and there's so much use of, like, Z-Space, you know, yep. making sure that, that that aspect of the game can work. And they did a wonderful job 
and it's pretty consistent through all the acts to make that feel relevant and like you you chose well it makes things like yeah shove and like the athletics feet and things like repelling blast for for warlocks feel absolutely so rewarding now if uh, only the now if only the camera would get on board with me being able to look up and see the things on the cliff uh, now I'd the camera is another matter <laughs> the camera and i have arguments frequently yeah, yeah. no for sure um, and there can be some weird things with targeting uh, where you have to get exactly the right camera angle in order for the targeting to function the way it should. You know, yeah. that um, that might be something that you may be able to remedy with a mod. There might be a mod out there that kind of unlocks the camera. I know some people do that if they try to put in, um, you know, like a homebrewed photo mode. Or something like that, where it gives you more camera control. Um, I've heard of folks in other games similar doing similar things to that. Um, I've I've that also heard help. that 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 like plugging a controller in would probably help Dude, because I'm used to, I, I'm I, used to the two stick. Because, I play. Like, I've been playing with the keyboard, and I am not a PC gamer. This is my first time really playing PC game. I have my PS5 controller. I don't have a PS5, but I bought a. A dual sense because it's a really nice controller. It is a um, nice controller, and like you can plug that into your PC and play with a controller. And honestly, the the way the controller feels is great. And there are even some uh, some things when you're playing with a controller that are exclusive to using a controller. Some additional little utilities like um, to search and loot. You can hold down the X, or if you're using like an uh, an Xbox controller, you can hold down the A button, and a little radius circle will go out from your character, and it'll pop up on the left side of your screen a list of all oh, cool. the interactable items that are in that area, and you can just go down the list and go loot, 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 and you can bang through like 15 things Instead of having to walk around all of them, you can just boom, 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 boom. And it's it makes it really nice. And controlling wonder, the camera around your character, yeah. like you mentioned, it feels a lot more like an ARPG where you kind of feel like you're running along behind your character and stuff. And you can use the right thumbstick to pull the camera out or push it in. And it, it feels great. You should definitely give it a shot. I, I have I have a PlayStation 4 and thus a PlayStation 4 controller. I might have to pick It'd up a work. PlayStation 5 controller just to have just just to give my PC its own controller so there I don't have go. to like <laughs> swap them back and forth. Black yeah. Friday is coming up, man. I so just it is. saw that PS5 controllers are on sale for like 50 bucks instead of like 70. So Dang. There you go. Save a few dollars. I mean, uh, I I do enjoy saving money. It's true. I already have four PS5 controllers. They're so uh, good. Family Minecraft time. Yeah. Beautiful. uh, Ninja Turtle side scrollers, that sort of thing. I picked that up recently too. Shredder's Revenge. Yeah, Shredder's Revenge is a good game. Dude, that last boss fight. (laughs) I was not ready for that. It smoked (laughs) us hard. Me and me and my son beat it together though. It was a blast. That's bonding, man. Yeah. That's good stuff. We love it. It was really fun. we, We love that stuff. So here's here's another uh thing that they put in the game that I love the heck out of the ability to be able to throw a health potion 
at yes. a downed ally and get him or back. Or just at an ally. Or or at an ally, yeah. <laughs> so cool. I'm I that's one thing where I was like, I'd put that in the tabletop game. I love it. Just that, just, just have them yeet it at them. Yeah. Is this funny? <laughs> <laughs> and also useful. But also, here's the other super broken thing about that. They stand up. Yeah, immediately. They do. It, it, it doesn't take any of their movement, as far as I can tell. No, if they're if they're downed, and uh, you throw the potion at them, they stand up right away. Mm, I don't know if I'd crazy. put that in the tabletop, but I yeah, would. That's at a least, little strong. <laughs> I'd be like, "You got healing goo all over you." But when I'm playing a video game, I'm happy it's there. There you mm-hmm. go. Because I'll take any advantage I can get. That's well. God knows they give the freaking AI enough dude the ai can be brutal have you have you tried tactician yet at all i'm scared <laughs> yeah i finally started doing it my my will run is uh is tactician oh god and it's it's rough man like as soon as any of your uh casters start concentrating they'll take like you putting, out they'll take you out like I, I was like I was Shadowheart and I ran up and I and I baned like four goblins with a level two bane. Oh man! And the whole camp just was like, get her! <laughs> ah! she, di- she died that round. Holy <laughs> crap! Because the other thing is they'll hit a they'll hit you while you're down. Oh yeah! You. Oh yeah! Uh, the monsters know what they're doing. The monsters they definitely do. Know what they do doing. know what they're doing. They will screw up your life. Um. The only thing that they won't really do, which they, which you should absolutely do as a person running a, a tabletop game, is they don't usually retreat or quit. Oh. Um, that's very seldomly does it happen. Like there's one goblin that does it when you get them low. But by and large, most of them all just fight to the death. That That's, that's very true. That's very true. Yeah. But, uh, which is actually kind of odd. The, the tech is there because... That was actually something they did in Baldur's Gate 1. Hmm. Interesting. The OG, you know, PC game on six different CDs to put it in your PC. Um, yeah, the the little, like, character indicator would turn yellow and they would, uh, they would run away. Interesting. They would, just, they would panic and, and just run away. Your characters would also be susceptible to panic. Hmm. Um. As just like a, oh, no, we're outnumbered kind of thing, uh, which is kind of cool. Frustrating, but. I know on. Uh, realistic. On Tactician, I think it's just Tactician. There are certain um, certain spells, like yeah, I like think friends. like friends, where characters will have a negative reaction after being. uh Friended. <laughs> yeah, being hit by that by that spell where on the easier difficulties they don't. It's just overpowered in those because that's the way the spell is written in fifth edition, right? Yeah. Is for it to piss them off once they, they clear they of it. They know they've been manipulated. They know they've been manipulated. But yeah, El Normal. Just manipulate everybody. I see. <laughs> I didn't because life it was, lesson right it there. Said, life lesson because in the description it says on harder difficulties, and I was like, difficulties is plural, and there are only three difficulties. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if it's plural and it says harder, I'm like out of three. 
what that's got to be two uh, right it's got to be two so i but figured it's normal just one. uh they duped me they they they, yeah, they, they manipulated me and and i am angry so i guess that, that <laughs> so if you have friends and thaumaturgy in this game you're pretty much gonna pass all your social checks like i i i gave Asterian friends it just seemed like his kind of thing <laughs> oh it absolutely is i enjoy really him is. a lot I love Asterian. I understand why he is the internet's boyfriend. He's 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 a lot. Oh, he's a lot, but he's great. Yeah. Have, okay. have, have you seen the clip where where his voice actor romances Asterian in his playthrough? No, I have. I heard that he was doing stuff like that though, and that's it's awesome. hysteria. Like like Neil is is Neil is just like the most chaotic little cinnamon roll. I love him <laughs> nice. from what I've seen of him. <laughs> I that's fantastic. chaotic cinnamon roll. That's that's a band name. Yeah. <laughs> Join us next week on chaotic cinnamon roll. Yeah. <laughs> mm, now I want Cinnabon. Thanks. Mm. <laughs> so um, you also get to chuck bodies at people. That's fun. I you haven't messed what? with that. <laughs> yeah. You, if you're strong enough. Um, oh, you can you can grab people. And yeet them around. Does that... Right? I feel like I've tried to do that on... Even on characters that... Like, I've got my my paladin's strength up pretty high, I think. Mm. And I... Every time I go to try to throw things, I can throw heavy heavy objects, but I can never you, you throw... You gotta like, be a barbarian, I think. Oh, it has to be barbarian. I'm pretty sure it's barbarian. That's or, lame. Or there's a feat you have to do. But yeah, stuff like that. that. Here's the other thing. This game makes strength matter a lot more. Nice. Uh, for things like jumping, for things like jumping shoving, is awesome. For carrying your stuff. Yeah. Because that's something we always forget about on the tabletop one, right? So I had to I had to restart a, a section of a game because I had just dealt with the, the Zentarum that I had just met for the yep. first time Ooh, with yeah. uh, the uh, the Knoll encounter. Oh. And uh, I'd cleared it, and I'd made friends with the Zentarum. All was well. This was like my second time doing it because the first time I tried to raid the Zentarum mine, and they caught me, and then we died. Mm -hmm. It was kind of horrible. Uh, but this one was fine. And then I was exploring around the back of the cave. There's a part in the back of the cave that you can jump to. Can't jump back. <laughs> uh oh. Yeah. I got yeah. stuck. <laughs> Once you get there, you have to go through pretty much, or you have to have ridiculously good jump there was nowhere to go through too that i could find yeah. i mean Isn't i may i may have boulder? missed it i don't remember i don't i didn't see a boulder to, to interact with it, that's probably gate. what it was but yeah i, <laughs> I uh, in early access i got stuck at the same place actually um and, yeah i, I wound up just restarting and i actually haven't played since because i haven't had time because i just got back from atlanta for work there you go atlanta that's like cancun but Way less cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was. I mean, it was work. It was fine. I I, sure. I, I didn't need to be there for most of the days that I was there, and I got paid to, to be bored. Yeah, which is fine. yeah, that's the best. All right, let's do let's do a little fun thing here. All right, so Andrew, you've been out of the game a little bit, a little bit, uh, but you still have a lot of experience. And, uh, you know, you can also BS with the best of them. I, I, and, I am the best of them. 
<laughs> you are the best. <laughs> I am the one. So I'm going to throw a list of topics at you. And lightning are, round. This is lightning round. This okay. is lightning round. So you cannot dawdle on each of these, okay? So th- this is like one of the psycho- psychological t- tests where you have to say the first thing that co- comes into your mind. Okay? Okay. Are you ready? Okay. These are these are going to be all the titles of the different episodes that Tiana and I did. This is like word association? Yes, but you can give a quick advice that lasts no more than five seconds, okay? All right. Ten seconds. We'll, we'll allow you ten seconds. But. Okay, <laughs> fine. Ten seconds. All right. All right. I'm generous. Okay, just, just do something funny. All right, here we go. All right, player knowledge. Player knowledge. Don't metagame. Fun things to do during session zero. Fun things? Yeah, like, you know, extra, oh. like, activities. Oh, extra activities. My uh, my internet connection got a little wobbly there for, for a second. Sorry about that. Um, Stuff to so do about session fun, zero. Fun activities, downtime activities. Session zero. Stuff you could do in session zero. My internet's crappy right now. I'm sorry. Fun things right, you can... Fun things you can this. do in session zero <laughs> are um, charades. Charades? <laughs> Why not? Okay. That's uh, actually not the worst answer if you think about it. <laughs> I was like, uh, five seconds. Uh. Yeah, we're just making you panic. This is that's, great. That's um, why I allowed 10 seconds to relieve a little of the anxiety. I can panic for 10 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> that's fair. All right. Next one. Player stats. Player stats. Don't optimize. Okay. Uh, fun with hags. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's just good advice. I feel that I feel like that's just accurate. But but what if you're the GM though? Do. <laughs> <laughs> you, you heard it here, folks. You heard it here. That's that's the best advice I've heard. Uh, okay, set up some payoffs. Set up some payoffs. Oh, my God. Talk to your players. Okay. Uh, we just talked about Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, burnout. We already talked about burnout. Pretty good. One piece of last piece of advice for people burning out. Admit when you need to take a break. And also, don't force yourself to do things that you really genuinely don't want to do, even if you think that's GMing. Some folks just don't want to do it, and if you're one of those people, don't force yourself to do it. Just admit who and what you are, and do the best you can to be the best at what you want to be. Andrew Gerritsen, the anti-Shiel LaBeouf. Yeah. Just don't do it. (laughs) Just don't do it. Don't do it, especially if it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Lean into your strengths, y'all. Well, you pretty much already answered the next one, but role-playing versus optimizing. Role-playing. Every day. Okay. Romance and TTRPGs. Don't bother. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bother. Don't care. Oh, uh, it's it's so interesting. Baldur's Gate's too se- thirsty anyway. 
a <laughs> ball. Uh, they just know their audience at this point. Yeah, I'm a tangent for, for a second. That was actually the first episode that, that Adam and I did when, when I first came on because we had just finished with, uh, with Blood and Thunder where our characters were in a romance. Oh, so, sure, sure. Like, we we had we had uh, conversations about like player character and player character romance, player character and NPC romances, and you know I I I think it can be an interesting part to add in, but also like Thomas Cook is completely with you on do not bring romance <laughs> into my TTRPGs. Oh Go wait, away. wait 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 I you had mentioned Baldur's Gate, so I was thinking Baldur's Gate romances themselves, like CRPG romances. No, no, no. In, I, in TTRPGs. Okay. In TTRPGs can be interesting. I was thinking about Baldur's Gate and just, <laughs> and Baldur's Gate being like, I don't give a crap about this pre-made. Let's just move the needle away whatever. from Baldur's Gate for a second. <laughs> okay. Let's go on a different that, track. <laughs> that makes more sense. Okay. In a TTRPG, worthwhile. If you're comfortable with it, do it. But consent is key. I would leave it at that. That's, that's that is completely yeah. accurate. Okay, that's pretty much what we said. Yep. Yep. Um, forgotten rules of the Forgotten Realms. Oh, grapple. Oh my god! I, how many times have I had to look up? You're not. You're not even. You're not even wrong. Like I have had to look up grapple four or five times for Fendelver and below that I'm running it's because for like real. these these people do not want to actually like fight. They want to grapple and like hold people and talk to them. And I'm That's like, what I, I like to remember how grapple works. Yep. I, I remember how it works from the player's side, but I'm like, ah, yep. Races in TTRPGs, lots. <laughs> <laughs> Plot versus exposition versus dialogue. 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 <laughs> it's a picking one. <laughs> So true, though, honestly. It is, yeah. and, that, and, that, and that is basically where we came down on it, where it was like, how do you give exposition without doing the big exposition dump that everyone hates? Correct. Correct. Because we've all been expedition, no. Exposition. Exposition dumped. <laughs> expedition <on> dumped. <laughs> all over the place. and uh, That's like Bear Grylls. Expedition dumped is when you just get thrown out in the middle of a jungle. <laughs> this is what we call our expedition dumped. You've been dumped into just an expedition. Bye -bye. Now that is okay. Let's do that in our games. Dropping the middle, of, dropping the middle of nowhere with with the things on your back, and that's it. A good expedition. You know what? This is going to be another movie. episode now. <laughs> a good expedition Ex dump movie would be Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder, so true. That's a good movie. I'm Dave Beckham. Um, <laughs> my that was my favorite role that Tom Cruise was ever did. Oh uh, yeah, it was so unlike anything he had ever done. Oh man. The Sum uh, 41 really remix of Get Tom Back Cruise is a movie Ludacris. star, by the way, Tiana. I do um, know who Tom Cruise is. I just haven't seen most of his movies. <laughs> or any have I seen any of his movies? I don't think so. Mission Impossible? Nope. Uh. Top Gun? Nope. That's eh, fine. <laughs> Eyes Wide Shut? Nope. Uh, I assume he was in other things. Oh, he, he was in <laughs> Jerry assume. Maguire, right? Oh, yeah, Jerry Maguire. That's a big one. I haven't seen that have, one, but I know of it. This is why I have what, what Adam uh, accurately refers to as my Captain America list. That is <laughs> yeah. just like multiple pages long of the things that I need to watch. Or, and like... It's that just for movies. That's not even counting TV shows or music that I what haven't listened to. Is or Facebook. 
<laughs> only know my you know what, just face. erase that one just get rid of it i mean i like facebook i i don't understand most of the other social media sites but also you know i'm 36 none so. of yeah, none right, of the right, app right. interfaces anymore make any sense it's true all right what's next adam uh making meaningful quests ah uh, that might take me one of my five seconds Making meaningful quests. Have them. How do you make quests great again? Have them. Have them matter in a real way to the to the person you're doing the like the NPC that you're doing the quest for. Have it have it be mean something meaningful. Don't have it just be busy work. So kill ten kobolds and get a piece of cheese. Mm, I mean, it depends on if those ten <laughs> kobolds like have a reason to be killed. If each of those ten kobolds have names and there's a specific reason for each one why each one needs to die, that could be good. That's good. But what about the cheese? I mean, take it. Cheese. It's, it's always it's cheese. Take the cheese. Take the cheese. Take the cheese. But, what are we here for? But no, <laughs> but no, take candle. But no, take candle to bring it back. No, take candle. To what I was obviously referencing, uh, which is a video game called World of Warcraft. It's a little game that people probably haven't heard of. What's so funny is is that I'm familiar with World of Warcraft because Yahtzee Croshaw wrote a book called Mog World, which yeah, was obviously riffing that. on how I much didn't... time he spent in World of Warcraft. <laughs> I hadn't read it, but I was aware that he did that. I was always... I mean, I, I recommend reading it first of his books because it was the first that he wrote and then just like follow his chronology because he's a very good writer. But, you know, nice. first novels are always rough. All right, here's the next one. Andrew, you ready? I will do my best. Player jobs. Player jobs. <sighs> um, note taking, tracking initiative, um, being a being being a rules reference when your GM asks for it and at no other freaking time, please. <laughs> Um, did, did you actually listen to this episode? I, I didn't. I'm just that on your wavelength. You're just on Adam's wavelength. Let's be specific here. Um, like, those are Adam's pet peeves. You know, knowing knowing your character. Um, I For me, a self-imposed player job that I try to give myself, and I'm not always the best at it, but it's trying to engage my fellow players when I'm interacting with things or trying to trying my best to not be a ball hog and to, mm -hmm. you know, to recognize the strengths of my fellow players and go, Hey, you know, player B, you're really good at this sort of thing. And I feel like we could really use you here, or this seems like the kind of thing player C really is good at this is like right in your wheelhouse you're our you know our fill in the blank person you know let's defer to your expertise um so i think i think trying to use your time to engage 
with your fellow players and pull them in and trying to shine spotlight on your friends as well as enjoying it for yourself, I would, um, I think that's pretty up there. It's like he never left. It's like he never left, yeah. <laughs> and I, I think you smiled when he said ball hog, and I think it's because I, I said that last week. You said that, if, if not, yeah, I think it was last week when we were talking about like how to uh, pass scenes around, basically. Oh, yeah, cool. Right. It's important. It is. It's yeah. You got to pass that ball. Hot potato. Hot potato. Let's see. Uh. Oh yeah, this one would have been right up your alley. Uh, gaming spaces. Gaming spaces. Are we specifically specifically because Adam had just moved into his his new place and was like, "How do I make my my D and D room the best that it can be?" So so we are talking about physical areas. Okay, physical yeah. space. Yeah. Um. Having a good table, and that that is actually trickier, at least I find, than than folks might initially think. Like a table's a table's a table. Like what the? But if you're when you're playing in a physical space, trying to think about peop, uh, access to different areas, you want to be you want everybody to be able to reach part the parts of the table that they need you want people to have easy paths around the space so like if you're in a if you're in an enclosed room that just has like a door make sure that you've got multiple walkways to the door if you can um having bookcases with uh resources and things being readily accessible easily organized um if you've got a bunch of minis, having your minis in a in a place where they look nice, but it's easy to keep them organized. For the love of God, have good lighting. Yes. Um, good lighting and have it be comfortable in terms of like temperature. If you know you're in a really cold part of the house, try to have heaters, maybe some blankets around, things like that. Um Basically, anything that can add to the coziness and comfort that you can have in an area will make everybody feel great when they're in there. On top of that, add music, you know, have like a little Bluetooth speaker or something in there. Um, if you can get a hold of like a mini fridge where you can have some drinks, that sort of thing, that's great. Um but I have a mini fridge right here they, in my classroom. They are <laughs> the best. They're the best things there are. Um, <laughs> I would, I'd also say if, if I knew he was going to have a lot to say about this, this one. It's, yeah, it's true. Um, That's fair. You know, and also like, I fully acknowledge that it, it also depends on, on your own budget. Like sure. some of this stuff does cost money. Although if you hit up thrift stores, I know some folks who are really good at thrifting and they could, you could fill a room for 20 bucks if, if you just, if you're really good at looking around for bargains, but, um, you know, things that'll, that'll add to comfort. And as far as, especially if you're the GM, good organization, whether that's like file cabinets or like the big cube, uh, 
shelves that you can get from Ikea where you've got like the square compartments and like the little cloth boxes can fit in there and stuff. Um, any kind of good organization that allows you and anyone else who's going to access what they need to access quickly without having to leave a mess behind and allows you to put things back easily. Um, ease of access will make using your space a lot more enjoyable and a lot more convenient. The less of a chore you make it for yourself, the more you'll use the space. I think that's, that's probably it. All right. Completely changing gears, anxiety and self-consciousness. Anxiety and self-consciousness. Uh, first thing that comes to my mind is my past six months. <laughs> In fairness, when Adam suggested this topic, I immediately said, oh, something I'm a subject matter expert on. Yeah, there you go. Like, oh, so just me as a person entirely. Yeah. <laughs> like, I haven't um, been diagnosed, but I have anxiety. You know, this is actually a bit of a thought I had the other day. And, and I'm, you know, I'm not in a space where there's a single cell in my body that is at all interested in running a game right now. Um, right. Sure. But the thing that occurred to me was maybe the best answer, at, at least for me, might be to simply stop caring so much. Like... When I when I think about running a game, especially after having done this show for four years and and also, you know, Adam and me be, being in school together and talking about this stuff constantly, you know, basically since we met, um, it's easy to take this this hobby, especially the idea of running and take it incredibly seriously um and treat it like high art and things like mm -hmm. that and that can also you know the way i like to do it <laughs> yes and and it and as evidenced by that it can produce some incredible results if you are the kind of person who thrives that way sure but if you're yeah. not and and a lot of times i feel like i am not um it can create a massive amount of pressure and that pressure can then dissuade you from doing it at all. Right. When instead yeah. I, you know, I was driving the other day and it occurred to me like, what if I sat down almost with zero prep and just had an mm. idea for like a scenario and you just ad lib the whole thing. And while you're in the game, while you're playing, you are focused. You are like putting your mental energy into like, I want to respond to my players in a meaningful way. I want to, you know, be present in the moment. But instead of building it up and building it up and building it up and going, I've got all these ideas and all these things I want to try to do and all this, just give yourself a starting point and just go, you know what? I'm going to sit down with my pals. I'm going to be here for them. I'm going to try to do what I can to make the evening fun and we'll just see what the hell happens. And, you know, so long as everybody walks away from the table feeling excited or going, man, I had a great time. You are successful. If, you know, you're, you're sitting down to play a game, you want to have fun. And so long as you have an idea of what things can be fun for your players, you just give it to them the best that you can. 
and just let that be enough. And 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 be easy on yourself. Take it easy on yourself because anxiety and and all that kind of stuff comes from being inside your head. It's your thoughts and your own internal monologue or or dialogue with all your other internal voices that you may or may not have. And that feedback that goes round and round and round and it can work yourself into like just this Insanity. vibrating ball of like just ah. And instead of just going, it's just a game. And that and that can feel very um uh like it minimizes it, like oh it it diminishes, you know, the pursuit. And that's not the intent, but it it can take the pressure off and help you to kind of just reframe things and go, okay, it's not like I'm running for public office. It's not like I'm trying to land a six-figure-a-year job. It's I'm sitting down to have a nice time with my pals. And when you think about it like that, it's like, oh, okay, like that's that's not so scary. That's not, it's not as high pressure. Um right. And to just allow yourself to just relax and remember what it's all about at the end of the day. And then whatever extra you feel led to put into it, like Adam wants to go, you know, all in and give it everything he's got and use all his know-how to make it as incredible and huge as possible. If you feel led to do that, go for it. But... If you don't, don't feel like you have to be that. Allow yourself to be yourself and and to enjoy what you enjoy and to admit that it's okay to not enjoy the things you don't enjoy. And don't try to force it because if you try to force it, it's going to make you feel worse and you're going to have a worse time. I just want to point out real quick that Andrew's the one that introduced me to many of the resources that make D&D grandiose. Yes. All right. It, I didn't do Sirenscape. You did Sirenscape. <laughs> I know. I'm good. You were like, what if you made the map cooler? <laughs> <laughs> I, but then but then you take what works for you, and you discard the things that don't. Exactly. And if something is causing more anxiety and isn't giving you as much of a return as you want, then don't use it. Like right. I will always say to my players when I come into a game, don't expect uh, character voices. Uh, I am a voice actor. I am a voice actor. This is true. However, I cannot maintain a character voice when I'm improvising. You, you need that script. Fair I enough. need a script. Fair so enough. if I'm jumping back and forth between character voices, like I can keep a character voice, you know, for, for a game. That's fine. That's me as a player. But as, if I'm the GM, I'm like, I will indicate who's talking. I will have some kind of mannerism that'll tell you who you're yeah. talking to. But don't expect full-on character voices. I'm not Mercer. I'm sure. not Brennan Mulligan. Don't expect that from me. That is not my area of strength. And, and that's I don't, totally and I, and, fair. And, 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 I don't, and I don't put that pressure on myself because that just drives me insane. I'm like, if that's what you want, go talk to some of these other GMs who are also fantastic, but that's not what I bring to the game. And that's, and that's awesome that you recognize that about yourself. That's really yeah. cool. And I knew that when I asked Andrew about this, I was in for it. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go a different direction. Player character deaths, Andrew. Player character deaths. Um, kill them all. Kill them all. Uh, <laughs> or not, never kill them. 
not a dead end. Hmm. Use them, but try to use them dramatically. Sure. Uh, what's your favorite part of the DMG? My favorite part of the DMG. Oh man, that's. I, I see you planning for the next one. <laughs> that's 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 an interesting one. It's been a while since I dove into the DMG. Honestly, I mean the magic items are really fun, and I also like I like the random tables for uh like the world creation stuff they have in there is very cool. Um, if you've ever seen any of Andrew's books, he <laughs> likes random tables. There, there may be a random table or two and things I've written. There might be a couple. Might. Just just you know a couple or twenty. Okay, we had an episode called Just Do It, but I feel like we've already answered that That's one. That's true. <laughs> Just don't do it. Just don't. Um, and then I saw uh, that episode had... title, and I was like, I know exactly what this episode is about, <laughs> and I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. Original. Well, well no, because because the idea behind it was actually very much what you said, oh, Andrew. Cool. Where 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 it's like you know we as as GMs and especially new GMs build up in our heads so much of what you have to do before you GM. Yeah. And uh, Adam's whole thing was no. Just do it. Just take this this oh, thing that you want okay. to do and dive in and, you know, don't build up all of this other stuff that you have to do. Just dive in and do the thing. Don't let your anxieties get in the way. You know, it does have that that feeling of like at, at least for folks who are maybe a little later on in life, you know, as opposed to being like in high school or early college or something where you're thinking about major life decisions like like getting married or having a having a baby or buying a house or things like that and the the ideal that always goes through everyone's head usually when you start kind of considering those ideas is you know well but the time's not right yeah things aren't quite in place you know i want to wait until everything is just so and as as i've as I've grown up, I've certainly realized, and every everyone in my circle, they're all the same. They're like, yeah, that's pretty much how it goes. It's like you, as you become a full adult, you realize that perfect time does not exist. It will never come. So it's basically going, are things good enough? Could I, could I do what I want to do? with how things are right now you know how soon is good enough and then better than good good enough yeah you just <laughs> roll with it yeah it's it, it's tough i think especially for our generation to meet a lot of those expectations yeah. and uh we won't go into the economics of why that may be uh, I see Tiana making a face. There, Tiana's like, I mean, that's, oh, I have some opinions on the I, I, I have opinions, and I keep them to myself because this is not the economic political show. Sure, that's <laughs> right. Absolutely. Um, but we will say, uh, if you're struggling with that kind of thing, you're not alone. You're far from alone. In fact, it may be quite the opposite. In fact, yeah, if you're if you're not struggling <laughs> with that, you probably are alone. There's something wrong with you. <laughs> yeah, you, you freak. <laughs> Like my 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 brother and his wife were able to buy a house, and they're like they they weren't they were in their like mid twenties, and I was right. like, 
How? Yeah. What cheat code did you use? I was always told unicorns don't exist. And my little brother's apparently one <laughs> of them. He's six unicorn. years younger than me, married with a wife and a kid and another kid on the way with a, with a bought a house and they have, both have really good paying jobs. I'm like, do I have to move back to Alaska to get this? Because I, I don't want to. <laughs> I mean, I think about it. <laughs> I, I considered it. You're right. I could definitely see Andrew like in his later years in Alaska, little cabin. He's already out. got he's already got the wild hair and I'm, the bushman I'm beard going it, on. I'm growing it back out, dude. It looks he's, good. Thank he's you. chopping his firewood. He's doing some ice fishing. Just living off the land. You oh, know? Yeah. Ice fishing. Nah. Everything he Hunt has is fair with a bow. <laughs> Have fun. I'll, yeah. I'll send. I'll send the. Uh, I'll, I'll send the, the state troopers to find you. And it's they, over. They would need to. The bear would <laughs> have, have an Andrew bear. skin rug. <laughs> Andrew skin rug. <laughs> ah, I'd be on the bear's table with a big old freaking apple. And, ah, yeah. I you like it, Hunter man? <laughs> uh, well, uh, that's uh, that's the end game, I guess. Um, so my favorite holidays coming up. Thanksgiving. Um, by this time this comes up, um, we're past that. Um, and, uh, I love Thanksgiving. I love feeling grateful for what I have. Yeah. I love asking people around me what they're grateful for. And, um, it just creates a lot of positive feelings an attitude of gratitude. Yeah. As we once called it. And uh, then beyond that, by the time this comes out, what we're around Christmas time, right, Tiana? Yep, this will be uh, the last episode of the year, right before we uh, break for for the the holiday season and going into the new year. So right before Christmas. All right, who's got some holiday plans? <laughs> I want to sit and do nothing. Yeah, How about you guys. That's a good plan. I'm I like that plan. Kind of exactly the opposite. Uh, so uh, when, when we're recording this, this is the week before Thanksgiving. And uh, tomorrow I'm going to be driving up to my sister in uh, around the Seattle, Washington area. Ooh, that's so it's going to be about it's about a 12 hour drive yep. to Oof. go up there. But, you know, put lots of podcasts on, put lots of music on. I love a good road trip. I just got my car uh, maintenanced yesterday nice. and got that all up to date. So, you know, I I do enjoy the time alone to just like listen to stuff and not have anything else that I have to do. And then I'm going to go and be with my sister and brother-in-law good and my niece. You. And my sister is pregnant and getting ready to welcome their second child. Yay, uh, so like, help nest we're gonna do a lot of the big christmas decorations because i don't really decorate here i'm, I'm by myself so mm. going and helping someone else decorate and have the beauty of it without all the pain of taking it down later yeah it gets <laughs> you in the mood. <laughs> um yeah I'm, I'm really excited for it we're gonna have a, a semi-non-traditional thanksgiving dinner and i'm gonna start reading the alana books to my niece because she's finally old enough to start introducing her to my favorite book series fun so I'm I'm looking forward to that. Christmas, however, is going to be here, mm. and yeah, I have someone who may be coming to visit, but that'll be like super low key. You know, go down and see the lights on the pier, and otherwise be home and make good food and eat and uh, cuddle with cats and watch television. That sounds wonderful, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, it sounds holly and jolly. Holly and jolly. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Andrew? Um, honestly, we have been. We've been doing a lot this year and and also with me being off of work, um, things are a little tight 
over here. So we're basically going to be doing kind of a low-key Christmas this year. You know, we may go out of town for a little bit. Um, our, our family has, uh, my, my parents have a timeshare that we're able to use from, from time to time as, as it would make sense for a timeshare. Um, so we, there's a spot we regularly go to that's like about an hour outside of town. So it's not a bad drive. So we may check that out or, uh, maybe drive up to the snow for a day or two. Depending on go visit the snow, give it a good pat, then leave again. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if I had my druthers, I'd stay. But um, you know, my my wife is a girl who loves her warm weather and the beach, and uh, I I you know, we try to find our happy medium. Mm. Right, that's right. Um, by the way, you live in a nice little area for all that walking and grass touching. Yeah. And- uh, Central Valley in California, baby. It's got some decent rain, so you know it's a it's a nice little spot. It is. I I uh, I hope we all have a good holiday. I hope everyone that's listening is going to have some good holidays, and uh, they can remember the things that that make life special and make it worthwhile. That fill your belly and your mind and all your other. Various orifices your, with. Uh, I mean, your heart. This, your heart is not an orifice. You That's know what? It, it's connected, but it has That's orifices. True. That's true. Um, love, guys. That's where I'm going. Awkwardly, uh, the that, secret ingredient that that makes ingredient. everything truly, truly work, and it's lovely to reconnect with that and reconnect with friends. I haven't seen yes. Andrew in forever, and it's very good to get to spend time with it's, you, friend. It's good to see you guys too. And you know, on the subject of things we're grateful for, um, I am very grateful that you guys have. Uh, kept the show going like this and it's very heartening to me uh, that you guys have maintained the vibe I was a little crushed that we didn't keep basically the word of the week going I was like keep the intro but <laughs> um, but, it, but it is a new thing and things, it is, it is, things it change is. I, I don't like change um, I know, but, you know, no, change is the you, only constant. You guys have done a wonderful job, and I've been very, very proud of you guys. And and for, for what it's worth, um, I've also been very grateful for the support that everyone has given me. You know, going from the through the transitions that I've been going into, and, like, now I'm starting to look for... Uh, other potential jobs and things like that. So I'm, you know, I'm about to, I'm in a transition phase between chapters in my life. And it's, it can be a kind of a nerve wracking situation to be in, but I have been blessed to be surrounded by friends and family who care about me and understand and want the best for me. Um, and like especially my wife um she has been incredible and very understanding and very supportive and she's been carrying a lot of the load that um takes weight off of me and uh she she is my hero um 
and I know she she doesn't listen to the show, but I I want to make sure I at least put that out into the universe that um, like I would I'd be screwed if it wasn't for her. And uh, I also want to say thank you to you guys for you know going through this transition as well as you guys have. Um, Tiana, you have filled my shoes better than I ever could have hoped. You're doing spectacularly, and I knew you had the had the chops to take over, and you've done a bang up job. I can't fill anyone's shoes. I brought my own. Then, because no one, no one can fill your shoes. No one. I I don't have the breadth of knowledge or experience that you have. I have a different perspective on the world, but I am grateful to have been given this space to learn more, to talk about stuff, and to continue to carry the torch of Inspiration Point and the love and inspiration that you two sought to bring into the world, you know, four years ago when you started this. Mm. So I'm I'm grateful to have been given this opportunity, truly. Good. Well, I'm glad you've, you've done really well. And lastly, I want to make sure I say this on the show because he deserves this. Back in October, it was it was my birthday on October 27th. And our good buddy Leroy, who uh, is in our Discord, he sent me a private message on Discord on my birthday and just said, happy birthday, man. And I said, thanks. And, you know, as I'm in the middle of all the stuff that I've been going through I was incredibly self-absorbed and focused on my own stuff, and I completely forgot that Leroy and I are birthday buddies. We both have our birthday on October 27th, as does John Cleese, fun fact. <laughs> so, oh, that's a we're good in good company, with. indeed. Um, so, Leroy sends me a message and says, happy birthday. I say, thanks. I did not follow it with happy birthday to you as well. And then I see in the gen chat, I think Spike had said happy birthday to me and Leroy. And I saw that and I was like, oh, oh. so I sent Leroy a message back. It was like, hey, buddy. So he goes. Yeah, I was like, I was maybe like a little upset. So I wanted to make sure, even though I talked to him a little bit through chat, I want to put this in audio. Leroy, I love you, man. And I do hope you had a happy birthday and you deserved more than I gave you when I should have given it to you. So I hope that you and the rest of the Inspiration Point community have a wonderful holiday season. I hope that you all stay safe and are warm and comfortable and enjoy yourselves. I wish the best for all of you guys. And I look forward to hopefully being around with you guys more next year too. Well, that would be absolutely lovely. And uh, let me just second that and say, I too love Leroy. Um, He's a lovable fellow. (laughs) so much love so much love uh we love our community we've gotten pretty tight um, our very own bayou barbarian that's right he's actually playing a bayou barbarian i told him he should 
yeah. in, in in the Westgate campaign. Uh, and his character is a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Uh, guys, I think that's our time. We're going to wrap it up here. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us for the year. So grateful to have Andrew back. So grateful for everything Tiana does and and adds to the, to the cast. And uh, most of all, I'm grateful for myself. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, let me just just to make it a little bit less self-aggrandizing. I'm grateful for for just you. Just gonna Adam, lather myself for. up here real quick. Oh yeah, I'm pretty much amazing. <laughs> I, I am grateful for the work that that you put into uh, making the the patron games absolutely stunning. I am grateful for the work that you put like because you come up with most, if not all, of the uh, topics that we talk about here. Like I think I've contributed twice to what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> No, three times counting this one because I was like, I want to do an end of year wrap up. Let's talk about what's happened this last year. So out of 23 episodes that I've been part of, I've come up with three topics. Yep, so well. I, I appreciate you um, putting in the, the legwork there. I appreciate everything that you do for the community. Uh, I appreciate the love and the joy that you bring into this space. It is very good, and I'm not going to let you self-deprecate out of it. <laughs> he does do that, too. <laughs> I do do that. I'm trying to get better. <laughs> trying to get better. Andrew had sat me down a couple of times. He'd be like, take a compliment, an, man. <laughs> you know, and it's uh, real. I really appreciate that. So because uh, we all need we need a buddy in our life. That is going to tell us uh, when we stink and how we can probably, you know, fix that stink. Mm. You know, we need and also that. tell us when we're great because you need the, you need that that gas up. I super yes. true. Yeah, <laughs> so true. Yeah, guys, I hope everyone has uh, a wonderful holiday, a merry Christmas, a merry uh, other holiday to buy things. Happy Christmas. Happy Solstice, Blessed Yule. Uh, I think Hanukkah's early this year, so we may have already missed it. Um, <laughs> but it. blessings on all of the winter holidays. May may your cup be full, your fire warm, and your blanket snuggly. Yeah, there yeah. you go. And your cockles and warm. Your cockles warm. <laughs> Nobody likes cold cockles. cockles. Like <laughs> no. it's just they no they get clammy. That. Nobody likes cold <laughs> clammy cockles. I think this all is a right. good point to start wrapping it up. There, there's another yeah. band name. Cold clammy cockles. <laughs> cold clammy cockles. That's gonna be the name of this Gotta episode. Put the cold clammy Mine. cockles right in your ear holes. <laughs> oh, Tiana, please make the two there. of us stop talking and take us home. <laughs> Thank you all so much for joining us for this uh, episode of Inspiration Point. Thank you for joining us this year. This is the wrap up of season five, which I'm very grateful for because writing S five uh, has been really complicated for the last like <laughs> twenty three episodes. When I'm writing out what I'm doing for my week, so I'm grateful to move on to S six. Mm. Uh, we will be uh, starting up again at the beginning of January. Please join us then but until then have a safe and healthy and wonderful holiday season and until next time stay inspired bye, bye. thank you so much for listening to this episode of inspiration point if you'd like to support what we do go and check out our patreon at patreon.com inspiration point if you can't support us directly that's okay you can also help support us by telling people about the podcast. A little inspiration goes a long way. 
Inspiration Point is edited and produced by Tiana Hansen and is distributed by Quest and Chaos. If you like what you hear with us, give Quest and Chaos YouTube or Twitch channels a visit. They play Dungeons and Dragons on a weekly basis and have a bunch of campaigns of Call of Cthulhu, D&D, and board game playthroughs archived on their YouTube. Join us next week for more inspiration. Thank you.